0: This is Courtney Glenn, bringing you another episode of Highest Version Self. Hey everyone, the new year is right around the corner. I hope you have given some thought to what you want to accomplish in 2024 and that you'll do yourself a favor and not wait until 2024 hits but start right now and making all of your manifestations and ideas come to light. What can you do now and what can you do today? In this episode, we're going to talk about the idea of compressing time and being able to do more with less time and using less energy. You can create the space in your life that you need to live the future life that you want to live. I'm feeling in the collective that there's this energy of feeling like we don't have enough time. And a lot of people are tired. They're thinking, I don't have enough time to pursue my passions. I work a full-time job. I have kids. I have so much going on. And I just don't have time to create this life that I desire. I don't have time to manifest what I want into my reality. I totally and completely get it. I work a nine-to-five, a regular W-2 job. Well, I'm a labor and delivery nurse, so we work 12s. <laughs> but I have a full-time job. I work three months' days, three months' nights. I produce and publish a podcast episode every week. I do all of my own production, editing, and posting. I also own a real estate investment business and 19 rental properties, which my husband and I self-manage, and we still make time for the things that we want to do, like travel and make time to enjoy life and enjoy each other. So I totally get it people are busy. We all have a lot going on. We all have the same 24 hours in one day. It's all about setting specific time aside, bringing awareness to what you're spending your time doing, getting time slots scheduled on your calendar, and finding a way to make it happen. One thing I love to ask myself is how can we compress time and do more with less time? How can we make our time more efficient and effective and use less energy to get better outcomes? I am becoming the master at doing more with less and you can do the same thing. We just have to get more organized, clear, and efficient. This episode is going to be about the changes that you can make today and the things that you can do in your life right now to make space. We're going to talk about a lot of practical ways to compress time. And I'm going to try to give you some inspiration and ideas in order to be able to do what you want to do and get done what you want to get done with less energy and using less time. If you want something done and it's out of your hands, ask, what do I need to do in order to get blank accomplished? Figure out what you want and then ask for it. Figure out what you need to do and then do it. Sometimes it's just figuring out the steps and then taking them. Don't wait until next week to do what you can do today. Don't schedule it out if you can get it done right now. If it's going to take the same amount of time to enter it into your calendar than it would to just get it done right now, then do it right now. The thing is, things only take as long as you give them. If you give yourself a week, it's going to take a week. If you give yourself one day, then it'll take one day. We have to think about two things. One of them is the vision, the thing you want to create or the idea you have. And the other factor is what it's going to take to get there or what you perceive that it's going to take to get there. Society has an idea about how long certain things are supposed to take. And just because society thinks some things should take a certain amount of time, does not mean that it has to take that amount of time for you. Of course, be realistic and give yourself space when you're scheduling things out, but don't drag it out and give yourself more time than what you actually need. Compressing time is putting pressure and power behind time. It's getting into a flow state so that your spirit, your mind, your body is almost pausing time in a way or allowing more to fit into a smaller block of time. One way to do this is to stop thinking about the how so much and try to think about the outcome that you want instead. If we think about all the small actions that we need to get done, it becomes exhausting and overwhelming. But if we think about the outcome, we are allowing new ideas and innovative ways of doing things to flow in. That is what it's going to take in order to get us to the outcome faster. So don't think about that one step you need to take, that one action that needs to be completed. Think about the end result that you're trying to get to and how can you get there in the fastest way possible. I think a lot of the time we're not focusing on the outcome and where we actually want to go. If we became more focused on the outcome and where we're trying to get to, then we could save so much time and cut out so many gaps. We have the tendency to kind of dance around and make excuses and do everything else besides what we're actually needing to do in order to get to where we want to be. It's figuring out what results you want and then removing everything else that's not necessary and that's just filling up your time. I understand that sometimes we don't know what to do in order to get to that end result, and sometimes we have to kind of play around We have to go through this trial and error process and we have to experiment a little bit until we can kind of figure out exactly what it is that we want and exactly what it is that we need to do to get there. If that's the case and we're not 100% clear, I think what you can do is look around at other people and figure out who has already done what you're trying to do and then watch them. Get inspiration from them. Listen to everything they put out content-wise. See how other people have done things and don't just study one person. Look at how multiple people have done it and then take all of their processes and make them better. Make them your own. When you see multiple people that have done the same thing, you're able to observe and evaluate how they got there. You're looking at it from the outside in and because of that, you're really able to cherry pick and figure out what's gonna work for you and what's not gonna work for you. You'll be able to come up with your own process and speed up time because someone else has already done it before you and they have put it out on the internet for you to learn from. Sometimes it really just is as simple as asking, how can I get this done? How can I achieve a certain result? How can I get to this outcome? using less time and less energy. First, visualize the outcome and what you want to accomplish as if it's already in your reality. Then ask yourself, what steps do I need to take in order to get there? In the least amount of time, and then take action. There are so many things that you can implement into your life that are everyday strategies and freeing up more time. The first thing that you can do to free up more time in your life is by setting boundaries. You are the most important person in your life. Your spouse is important, your spiritual needs are important, your kids are important, and your close family is important. You might have a couple of close friends that are very important to you as well. I think it's important to make sure (laughs) how many times am I going to say important? I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) But we need to make sure that we're nurturing those relationships and staying connected to the people we love and that we care about. But with all that being said, you really have to stop and think about how much energy you have to give. Are you making everyone else more important than yourself or are you prioritizing everyone else's needs over your own? I think we can sit down and be honest with ourselves about how much space we have for others and how much time we're giving ourselves to prioritize what we want to create and accomplish. How much time are we spending taking the phone calls, going to lunch, hanging out, movie nights, and showing up for those people that we love and that we enjoy spending time with? Are you prioritizing everyone else and because of that you have no space for yourself? Maybe there's someone in your life who is draining your energy because they want to constantly be doing things with you. They love spending time with you and they care about you. They want to be in your company. But because of that, you're not able to show up for yourself like you want to. And you're not able to really do the things that you want to do. So I think it's really getting more clear on how much time you're going to give others. Schedule it in and have a clear picture on how much energy you have for yourself and how much you have to give others. Set boundaries and stick to them. Maybe you have a get-together once every other week with friends and extended family where everyone can get together and enjoy each other's company all at once. Or maybe you have a best friend that you love to do a spa day with and go on brunch dates, but you're not able to do that every single weekend because you wanna make space for accomplishing your goals and making yourself a priority. We really have to think about the person that we want to be, the highest version of ourselves, the most aligned version of yourself, the person that we see ourselves as in the future. We have to start showing up like that. We have to really start considering the things that we're gonna say yes to and the things that we're gonna say no to. For example, stop saying yes to the things that you really do not want to do. That's really going to create a lot of open space for you when you stop saying yes all the time. You can't say yes to everything. It doesn't matter if you're going to disappoint someone. If you're saying yes to something that you want to say no to, you are doing a disservice to yourself. And not only are you doing a disservice to yourself, you're doing a disservice To the other person. Because now you're showing up to that thing with an energy of, I didn't really want to do this and I'm just here. When you could have been spending your time doing something that excites you, that motivates you, that inspires you, and that makes you happy. So we're going to set boundaries. We're going to make a commitment to ourselves that we're going to stop saying yes to the things that we want to say no to. We're going to take the time to think about how much time are we going to allow in our calendar for spending time with the people that we love. And we're going to stick to all of those guidelines. All of this is all coming from a place of putting yourself first and taking care of yourself so that you can best show up as your best self and give your best self to those around you. Another thing we can do to create more space in our life is to look at the things that we're doing that we don't necessarily want to be doing, but we're just continuously doing them subconsciously out of a habit because that's just what we do every day and that's what's been ingrained into our brains and that's how our brain thinks that we should show up every day. And so we just keep continuing to do those things and to show up in that way. I think that social media is one of those things that we all get trapped into. So much time is wasted with death scrolling where we just mindlessly open TikTok or Instagram and we start scrolling. And every single time we pick up our phone, we just mindlessly click on the app. And once we're in there, all of a sudden we've been scrolling for 45 minutes and we can't remember anything that we even looked at. And I love social media. I think it's so inspirational. I think it's a big motivator to see what other people are doing in their lives especially those people who are where I want to be. I love watching their lives and getting tips and inspiration from those people. I think we have so much information just right at our fingertips, and we can really use that to our advantage, to our growth, and it's truly amazing to see what's possible. Other people really show us what's possible. If you're watching someone's life and you want what they have, it just means that you can have it too it's totally and completely possible for you to have exactly what they have. So I think we can really use social media as a motivator. But it becomes a problem when we're just wasting our time and draining our energy from scrolling and scrolling. So if you have an iPhone and you're having a problem with scrolling, try to look at your screen time and figure out how much time you're willing to spend on social media. Cut back and use social media for the right reasons. Social media was not created to suck the life out of you. It was made to enhance your life and give you a creative outlet for you to share your life and create connection with others. One way we can create more space and make better use of our time is by grouping tasks together. For instance, when you're at the gym and you're on the elliptical or you're on the treadmill or you're on the bike, use that time to be brainstorming about your goal your dream, where you are, and where you want to be in your life. Think about what the next steps are and how to get to the next level. Ask God and your spirit guides if there's anything you need to know in that moment. What are the next steps that you should take? Is there any specific action that would be the most beneficial to you? Use that time when you're working out to really strategize and brainstorm and to get your brain into that state and then take notes. Write down everything that you're receiving. Sometimes we receive information in puzzle pieces and they end up all coming together in the end. Maybe while you're cooking dinner, you're setting the intention of thinking about a certain thing while you're cooking and you're allowing your brain to sync up and be in the frequency with that thing and you're allowing those ideas to flow in. It's grouping mundane tasks that we do on a regular basis that we don't really have to think about with something inspirational that we're passionate about and allowing ourselves to visualize those ideas. That also makes life a lot less boring. Time blocking on your calendar is a life hack. Be specific about what you want to do and then get it on your calendar and commit to it. This creates momentum because you don't have to plan your day. If you have reoccurring events or tasks, then you can save time by creating reoccurring blocks on your calendar. Google Calendar has a feature where you can do everything from your phone. You can repeat a task weekly, monthly, or even duplicate it to a previous task and make it way faster in getting it scheduled onto your calendar. We have these resources at our fingertips, so let's use them. In today's fast-paced world, It can be easy to feel overwhelmed by the number of tasks that we need to accomplish each day. There are a variety of strategies that we can use to help us manage our workload and ensure that we stay productive. One approach is to prioritize our tasks and focus on the most important ones first. By doing this, we can ensure that we accomplish the most critical items on our to-do list and avoid feeling overwhelmed. Another effective strategy for staying on top of our workload is to break larger tasks into smaller, more manageable pieces. This approach can help us to feel less daunted by a task and make it easier to fit into our schedule. For example, if we have a large project that needs to be completed, we can break it down into smaller, more achievable goals. This can help us to stay motivated and on track, even when the task at hand seems out of reach. In addition to prioritizing our tasks and breaking them down into smaller pieces, It can also be helpful to use time management techniques like breaking our workday into 20-minute intervals and taking a break in between tasks to reset. By doing so, we can ensure that we stay focused and productive throughout the day rather than getting bogged down by distractions and interruptions. Ultimately, the key to managing our workload and staying productive is to find an approach that works for us. Whether we choose to prioritize our tasks, break them down into smaller pieces, or use time management techniques, the most important thing is to stay focused. You have to streamline your processes and create systems in your life. Make your life work for you so that you can create more space and do more with less time, and also so you can get your valuable time back to be spending it the way you want to spend it. How can you streamline your processes to increase productivity? You have to either learn a new skill or program to make what you're doing more efficient, or you have to delegate the task to someone else. Delegating takes money, and if you don't wanna spend the money yet, or you don't have it, you're going to have to put in the time and energy to get it done yourself, and you're gonna have to learn how to do it. Learning new programs and ways of doing things is going to help you a lot. By taking the time to learn new tools and techniques, you can work, smarter not harder. There are many benefits to learning new skills, including the ability to tackle more complex tasks, improve problem-solving abilities, and increase confidence in your ability to perform and get things done. Learning a new skill can help you stay up to date with your industry trends and technologies. There are so many things out there on the internet now. We can literally learn and streamline anything we want to. It is absolutely mind-blowing the information that is out there once you start researching, doing some digging, and getting specific about what you want to learn. One way to streamline your processes and increase productivity is to identify areas where you can eliminate unnecessary steps. Is there a program out there that can help you do what you're trying to do? Is there something out there that can make your work faster and increase the quality? Look at what is lagging what is not working, what is taking your energy away, and what can make things easier for you. We have to get more organized and take the time to implement these systems and to keep up with technology and all the resources that are available to us. By doing this, you can learn to identify bottlenecks and areas where tasks are taking longer than they need to. Once you have identified these areas, you can work to eliminate them or find ways to automate the process. This can help you save time and increase your output. Our goal is to compress time here and to decrease workload and stress while making what we're doing better quality. We need to start setting deadlines, sticking to them, and prioritizing tasks. This can help you stay focused on the most important tasks and avoid getting bogged down in the less important ones. One way to prioritize your tasks is to look at importance and urgency. When you do the most urgent and time-sensitive things first, you're going to be spending your time on the tasks that will have the biggest impact on your goals. Not to mention that when we have things we need to do that are hanging over our heads and we avoid them, We create a weight on our shoulders that is unnecessary. Set timelines and schedule it in, and then stick to your schedule. Break things down into small, bite-sized pieces so that you can remove the weight off of your shoulders knowing that you made time for it. Another way to increase your productivity is to create a daily routine. By having a set routine, you can eliminate decision fatigue and ensure that you're using your time effectively. Your routine should be something that works for you, that incorporates feeding your body healthy foods, making time for exercise and for rest, allowing space for stillness and not scheduling things back to back to back with no wiggle room in between. We have to be flexible and leave some space between time blocks. Doing this will help you avoid burnout and maintain your energy levels. Set reasonable goals, And if you're doing too much recognize that and scale back to something that you can maintain right now the goal is to be consistent and to be able to maintain what you're doing not to burn out and quit it's so important to take care of your physical and mental health to increase productivity if you don't take care of your body your body is not going to take care of you taking care of yourself is getting enough sleep eating a healthy diet exercising regularly, making sure that you're making time for your family and not working so damn hard that you hate your life. Take breaks throughout the day to stretch, to move around, to clear your mind, go on a walk and do whatever you need to do. Just stick to your goals and don't stop. When you make sure that you're taking the time to be physically and mentally healthy, You can increase your energy levels and focus, which can help you be more productive and clear-minded about where you're going. So everything before this point in the podcast was about realistically, how can you compress time and get more done in a shorter period with less energy? Let's get into how to compress time from a spiritual standpoint. When we get into a state of stillness and we observe our thoughts and allow them to pass Have you noticed that you can hardly sit there with a still and quiet mind for even five minutes? It's because when you're in stillness, time is compressed. We are all balls of energy and consciousness. When we are in meditation, we are operating from our subconscious mind and have a direct channel to source. If you look at what's happening in the brain during meditation, the electrical activity of the neurons firing in the brain actually changes because we're in a different state of mind. When we are in this state, we're allowing our soul, our consciousness to completely recalibrate and reset and connect with source and our higher self. During this time, our perception of time changes and that's the main thing is how we perceive the time. We think that it's moving more slowly because we're tapping into a different frequency. So it's the feeling and the perception that time is moving more slowly, not that time is actually ticking more slowly. What do you think is going to happen if you allow yourself to get into stillness and then you introduce your goal or the outcome you want to see come to light or your manifestation? When we are in this state of mind, We can picture the goal or the version of ourselves that we want to embody. You can introduce what you want and then you can ask, how can I achieve this outcome in the least time possible using as little energy possible? And then you can allow the answer to come to you. The reason why this works is because you're tapping into a different frequency. You are channeling from source and your higher self and everyone can do this. Everyone has access to this information. It's just knowing how to tap into it. And I'm teaching you how to do it right now. You are visualizing a desired outcome and bringing yourself into awareness. What is awareness? Awareness is a heightened state of consciousness. It is presence. Being aware is having a connection to the present moment. It's when you're in tune with your thoughts and when you become aware of your emotions. You're allowing your surroundings to be. You're tapping into your inner self, and you're ultimately just embracing existence. That's all meditation and mindfulness is. It's just awareness. It's training your mind to be still and being accepting of yourself and the world around you. It's allowing free flow of information to channel from source and your higher self. So when you're in this state of compressed time, and you're introducing your idea into the space. It's going to allow you to find the answers that you're looking for in order to get to where you wanna be faster and with less energy. Instead of being frustrated and overwhelmed and feeling bogged down from all the little tasks that you have to get done, you ask yourself, how can I achieve blank today? If you don't know how to tap into this frequency and you're not consistently in a meditation practice, then you have to build up that muscle. The answers may just automatically pour in and you may hear what you're looking for the first time, but it's likely that you need to start out with doing this practice every day, even if it's just for five minutes. It's getting into this routine and training your mind to tap into the frequency and allowing the stillness to come to you. When you first start out doing this, your thoughts are gonna be everywhere, all over the place, and you're gonna have a lot less control over what thoughts are coming up. I've heard people say, I feel frustrated because they're trying to be still and so many thoughts keep popping into their heads and that's completely normal. What I would recommend is that you just allow your thoughts to come to you. You're not trying to turn your thoughts off. You're just observing the thoughts that do come up and letting them go. If you're having a bunch of thoughts when you're trying to meditate, that's totally okay. What helped me when I first got started is that I would get curious about the thought and I would just look at the thought from the outside in and say, oh, that's interesting. And then I would allow myself to move on and go back to the stillness. If a thought that was really important popped into my head and I didn't want to lose that thought or I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget that thing, I would stop and write it down. Sometimes this still happens to me when I meditate and what I know is that Honestly, I'm going to be way more efficient if I just put that thing into my calendar, write a to-do list, and map out whatever it is I'm thinking in my notes app on my phone, and just allow myself to transcribe that thought onto paper somehow. Then I just pause my meditation. I go back to it as soon as that thought is written down. If you're going to meditate like this where you're pausing a lot, You may need a little more time to meditate. You may need to give yourself a little more time because it's going to take longer to get into that stillness and into that frequency. But I really enjoy meditating in this way, especially when I have a lot of things going on at once. And my body, I know, is just really trying to help me to tune in and get more organized and to strategize and make things more efficient in my life. We're always leveling up, growing, and climbing up the ladder, and just reaching new levels of consciousness as humans, and it's all about just accepting where you are right now and building and growing from that place. I've been in a consistent meditation practice now for over two years, and I think just in the last six months is when I can now meditate, and thoughts aren't really like pouring in anymore like they used to be. I'm really now able to get a lot more still and tap into that frequency and experience more stillness and less thoughts popping in. I am now more in tune with what thoughts are coming and I can channel what I want to ask source and my higher self versus having unwanted thoughts that just keep taking over or just feeling like I can't shut my thoughts off. So there is hope. It gets better. Once you receive guidance and you have an idea of how you can get to where you want to be using the least time and energy, it's important to map out those steps and write down what you heard and what you think that you need to do. Because I can guarantee you that if you don't write it down, you're probably going to forget. Once you're ready to take action on what you're inspired to do, the goal is to get into a partnership with time. We do this by getting into a flow state it feels like you're in this focus mode where you can kind of forget about time. The best way I can describe it is that you're not thinking about time necessarily. And you're not really looking at the clock and you're not trying to race the clock, but you're in this zone and everything is just naturally flowing. Do you know when you're deep in the flow of doing something and you have all of this momentum that's built up and you know that if you stop and come back to it later, then it's gonna take much longer and you just wanna finish right now because you're in the zone, that's a flow state. And you're gonna be able to get so much more done when you're in this state versus being super distracted. When you practice meditation and stillness and when you practice tapping into the frequency of connecting to a higher power, when you practice getting in that flow state of compressing time and the ability to get where you wanna be more quickly using less energy, You are wiring your brain to form new connections and be able to go back and access that feeling or that information again, which strengthens every single time you practice it. So usually what you would do if you're trying to accomplish something is that you would think about what you're going to do and the steps that you need to take. And then you would just wait to see what outcome that you're gonna get. A way to compress time and to help you get a more desired outcome faster is to visualize the outcome that you want first before you think about anything. So before you're taking any action or thinking through any steps, you're visualizing that outcome. Then you're asking for help. What is going to get you the outcome, the fastest and the most efficient way? You're visualizing and feeling what it would feel like to have that outcome. You're asking source and your higher self for the steps that are going to work for you specifically to get there. And you're asking for a way that you can use less energy and cut out unnecessary steps in order to reach that outcome. So you're going to visualize yourself with that outcome or as the person that you want to be or visualizing how you want to feel. So you're experiencing that in your thoughts first and you're tapping into that frequency. Then from that place, you're strategizing about exactly what you need to do in order to get to where you wanna be, the fastest way possible. That way, you're thinking less, trying to figure out what to do less, and you're changing the way you're thinking about getting to that outcome. You're working with time and changing your perception of time versus trying to race time and feeling like there's never enough time. All the answers that you're looking for are inside of you. We can use others around us as motivation to gain inspiration. We can also use people that we're inspired by to get ideas and to kind of study what they've done so we can save a lot of time. But you're the one who has to get still with yourself and figure out what the outcome you specifically want is. If you can imagine it, then that means it's already alive and possible for you. There's a way for you to get to the place you want to be. First, you have to visualize what it would look like to be living in that reality. Think about what it would feel like for it to already be done, for it to already be finished, and then work backwards. Picture the outcome, the vision, and then ask yourself, what is the fastest way I can get there and with using the least amount of energy possible? How can I compress time, get into a flow state, Operate in a partnership with time versus feeling like there isn't enough hours in the day for me to get everything done that I need to get done. We just have to step into that reality. We have to slow down long enough to sit in that vision, to really feel that outcome, and then from there to map out a plan. This way we aren't just taking mindless action and hoping we'll get to where we want to be. You can shorten the gap. You can get to where you wanna be so much faster. What we focus on, we get more of. If you know what you want, and you know that you're gonna do whatever it takes to get there, you're going to get there one way or another. You will see your vision come to fruition. If you feel like you don't have enough time, make your goal to do more with less time, to be more efficient, and to use less energy. That way you'll have time for all the other things in your life that are important to you. You'll be creating the reality that you wanna live in and you will find a way to make it happen. Anything is possible for you. How serious are you about making a commitment to yourself? Stop waiting around to do things tomorrow that could be done today. We have to put the excuses behind us and close the time gap. I can't wait to hear how you have compressed time in your own life If you have some real life stories to share with me or something you're celebrating, then please message me on Instagram at highestversionself or my personal account is at Courtney Glenn with two Y's and two N's. I am so grateful that you took the time to listen to the podcast today. It means the world to me that you're here listening and just being here with me. Please, please, please follow the podcast that you don't miss any new episodes coming out. I would be so happy if you could leave me a five-star rating. If you're listening on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. I would love to hear your thoughts on the show, how this applies to you, or any ideas that you might have about this topic. I love you guys, and I will see you next week.